Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that prides itself in its ability to alienate fans of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. You know, and Daniel, I guess some people really don't like obnoxious power gamers. You're doing it wrong. Oh yeah? <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Oh yeah? How how was that? The way, uh the way you've played your character, you're doing it wrong. Well, I, Stat I, allocation, poor. Your decision making, poor. Your personal opinion, even poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah, that's not the point, Josh. The point was never to have fun, it was to win. Oh, okay. Well, well, Janelle's here too, and I guess we're in the same boat because I heard people complaining that you haven't even read the rule book. I mean, like, I did in college, but, like, why would I need to read the rule book now when I live with it? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I honestly think that uh, I have a pretty solid mix of, like, power gaming but also like just not because i don't want to listen to it anymore it's fine it's all good it's fine it's great you know what janelle the fans are wrong i think you made a good point there Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) listeners you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) well anyway nate's here and i will agree with the listeners on this because nate i think everyone's tired of hearing all your warhammer references we want more D D. No, Warhammer's set in the 40k, which means it's 40,000 times better than D&D could ever hope to be. Simple. Oh, wow, I, I was joking about alienating our fans, but there you go, doing Do it for you real. you have cyborg people? Because I have cyborg people. Okay, you make a fair point. I don't know, I mean, guys, he, is Nate, is Nate he, right? He almost yeah, plays the cyborg people. He's just more Borg now. Yeah. I think he's correct. Yeah, he's correct. We agree. (laughs) (laughs) Who the heck let those guys in here? We're your live audience. We're your set laugh track. Well, let's move on before Nate makes even more enemies. Joel's over here, too. And well, Joel, I, I had a personal question for you. Everyone knows warlocks are supposed to be damage dealers and throw out eldritch blasts so yeah would it would it bother you to actually play your class correctly uh it would bother me josh it would bother me to play my class correctly because i don't like going with the status quo you know well you just made a bunch of dnd fans angry well i did and in fact you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna stop using magic I'm going to start hitting oh, stuff God. with my rod. I'm going to run up and I'm going to hit it with my rod and no. do one damage per attack, minus one because I have eight strength. <laughs> so You're going to heal him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the best way to play my character. Well, you know what? I don't like it, but at least you're better than the next person in our lineup. Yes, finally, we have AJ. Oh, jeez. And AJ, do I really have to say anything after our exchange last episode? No, I think if you wanted to be quiet, just, you know, land it off on how I defeated the monster myself. It'd be great. Yeah, when you finally used your class feature at the end of the fight. Had I done it in the beginning, 
it would have just been over too quickly and the rest of you couldn't have shined and shown how great you guys are had i just like taken over and just defeated the monsters right away you know i, I almost you died guys. again right yeah but you didn't because you're awesome jasper you almost it. died you proved it to, well yeah and but like, Jasper almost died no ja- they yeah, were and fine, i almost though. died no yeah. you were yeah. fine <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't because you're great and you're awesome and i wanted you to prove it to yourselves well yeah they have to be to make up for you <laughs> yeah listen, guys 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 listen what when it comes to big boss time feels gonna be there but you what know what i'm saying it, is the fans are upset aj i can oh, hear them about yelling and rioting outside my window right now well that, that means i don't care i'm playing D. <laughs> see I don't care that kind anyways. of attitude that alienates our fans Oh, God, you're right. See, all three of them stopped listening. <laughs> we have one left, and that's just Daniel's mom. Okay, that's, that's it. Right. That's all we have. There you go. Yeah. That's that's all we need, I guess. Uh, well, you know, of course, it doesn't really matter what choices we make for our characters or what class features or optimizations we do because... But uh, if, it's, for if it's Josh designing the monster, all of that becomes meanis- meaningless and invalidated anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> CR 17, erase the one. Done. It's <laughs> <laughs> huh. a lot of, lot of talk coming from uh, someone who runs away from every fight. <laughs> I'm just playing my character. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm just playing mine. <laughs> oh boy! Goes both ways, Daniel. You literally roasted everyone. No, it's okay. <laughs> Daniel, oh you went God. too far. Daniel, you went too far. Daniel, come on, man! I went you can't far. go on. You can't oh, do that I, to Josh. Yeah, Daniel, I'm the dungeon master. I'm above reproach. You can't exactly. do him like that. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't build these crazy monsters and always roll a critical on me, would it really be us playing D and D? She's got a point. I mean, come on now. This is just how we roll. So I hear dice rolling and that makes me nervous. Oh, don't don't worry. I I wasn't rolling any dice at all for anything. How how are you guys doing this week? Let's let's move on. How are you guys doing this week? Pretty good. Last week was pretty great. This week is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, last week was the best episode we ever had. Oh, I know. Reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good, I guess. Nice, yeah. some people may say. <laughs> no, that was last week's we, joke. I say we can't, we can't do that the whole episode this week too. Why not? We'll just this week will just be good because there's yeah, nothing we're, special, we're just, we're <laughs> fun, nothing special or funny about the number seventy. Okay, so this yeah. week's—I mean, it's okay. Not the best, not the worst you've ever had, yeah, but just we'll fun. Make do. Right, well, I guess if you guys are ready to alienate some fans, you guys want to play some more "quote unquote" Dungeons and Dragons? Oh yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, it's also my favorite. In fact, I can't believe it's not Warhammer. Wait, is that the thing now? <laughs> We're in seventies. That's no. the thing. No, that's awful. No. It no AJ. That's worse the than fans the fans are never going to be. <laughs> the fans will never be tired of butter me up. I'm churning for adventure. Uh, so go yes. ahead, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. That is our one saving grace. I think all of our listeners just came back for that one catchphrase. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fans definitely love that, for sure. <laughs> All righty. So if we're ready to get started, I will give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So last week, our adventurers engaged in battle with the trio of scythe-wielding automatons. It was a harrowing fight with lots of ups and downs, allies going down, allies coming back up, allies almost dying before there was a shift in the fight and you obliterated your enemy. So we will return to this scene. It is the aftermath of the fight. It's been a few minutes. You've had some time to catch your breath, lean against the wall, get your bearings. The smoldering remains of the three automatons are strewn across the floor wherever they had been destroyed. Once again, the only light is your torch that you brought down with you and it's just flickering and playing across the walls and we're all just vomiting blood because <laughs> almost everyone died uh, or almost died Fio feels pretty no, good nobody died oh yeah Fio feels pretty good <laughs> good for Fio hey we're actually, describing Gunner's how we are Daniel I wanted to participate oh I'm sorry yeah Gunner's actually not doing too, too bad it's probably because he ran away <laughs> <laughs> this is true <sighs> well that was that was a lot um, do we, you guys feel safe down here? Can we take a breather? And, and he's mostly asking to see if everybody wants to take a, a short rest if we can, because everybody seems a little down. Maybe they could use some hit points. I can make a bubble. Bubble's pretty strong, right? It's pretty strong. It's like, it's stronger than you would think a bubble would be. Well, that sounds good to me, then, uh, everybody. Whoa. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I, t- I took a, a few big hits there, and I'm a little dizzy, you know. Oh, hey, Jasper, I found your arm. I, I think I think you might want this back. Here you go. Oh, my God, Jasper, are you okay? Someone failed to tank. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't I've got a tank of water right here. If, yeah, if it's got lots of tanks. Much, I, if Vez has a tank... I have a tank. Tools, I got a tank. think it's... one of those sentences is correct and the other one is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Oh, Josh. Give um, me back my back scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, how does Fio feel? Does he, does he kind of have that same feeling from when he fought that brain creature? Like he, his mind's a bit um, not all there still? Uh... Yes, after your short rest, you still feel that. Oh, jeez. Well, that's not good. Oh, um, and yeah, so Gunner, Gunner wants to, um, if possible, try to prod everybody into a um, into the middle of the room so that we can make uh, pay, play his pan flute uh, and make cast Lehman's Tiny Hut as a ritual and make a little a mobile dome. Yeah, and before the, the rest, uh, Aegon is going to cast Cure Wounds on... That's the lowest. Most health he can gain. Two up? How much health can he gain? Uh, he can go up to 33, so he can sure, get like, yeah, 26. He can get 26. He's going to cast Cure Wounds on Tuuo. Oh, it's a good boy. Tuuo. <laughs> no. I was going to say no. Tuuo. No, never mind. Put it on Jasper. Tuuo doesn't want it now. 
Uh, no, too bad. Jasper can use his hit dice. Uh, so that is going to be a juicy four, three, uh, d eight. Oh man. Oh gosh, I just rolled two ones right off the bat. So. Uh, oh, <laughs> I rolled three ones. Oh no! no. Oh no! <laughs> what, a, what an amazing one! So that's gonna be a, a massive seven HP for a. <laughs> Third level uh, cure wounds. <laughs> hey, you doubled his current HP. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Man. He's got 14 now, so that's pretty that's good. the most disappointing cure wounds ever. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Um, and, and while we're chilling in the bubble, Jasper will... Or not Jasper. <laughs> other Jasper. Uh, other Jasper, Gunner, will play his pan flute very quietly, but enough so that everybody gets the benefit of the song of rest so if you spend even one hit dice you get a free 1d6 limited time offer by now i'm gonna spend a hit dice then and your dice Uh, let me use another one (laughs) okay uh two is back to full he had to use three hit die josh okay cool now if he's looking pretty good after this uh rest he's feeling pumped Nope. Now, before we move out of the bubble, we should take a look around to see and make sure the coast is clear. As soon as you step outside of the bubble, it goes away. I thought it was just if you step outside of the bubble. No, if anyone steps outside of the bubble, it goes away. What if they bubble outside of the steps? <laughs> Wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think I just had a stroke. Excuse me. What did you say? Don't worry about it. Okay. I w- I'll try not to. I'll try not to think about it. So, yeah, Gunnar wants to kind of peer around the room, see if there's anything lurking. Okay. You can uh, give me a perception check. That is a 12. Okay. You can, you can tell that there's nothing around. At least that's what you think. Does anyone else see anything? Can we go? Should we go? That looks good to me. I don't know. You didn't even look. I did. I I see the hallway at the end. We can't see anything else. Nothing there. Okay. Well, then you have no problem going first then, right? Nope. So he walks out. There goes the bubble. All right. And you are immediately attacked. No. (laughs) And do it. No. I don't trust Ah! Theo anymore. (laughs) I will lead the way as a real tank of the party. (laughs) Oh, I see a Fio walks out of the dome and it shimmers away and he looks forward and he can see just the single doorway at the end of this large room um, leading to a hallway, which looks like it leads to another smaller room. His feet are splashing across the wet floor um, as he approaches the, you know, the lights playing on the walls a little bit. It almost looks like the pictures on the walls are moving. Oh, Theo will pick up his cow traps again, so I'll have those. I don't think you can reuse those, though. <laughs> no, are you sure? It doesn't say it's like a usable. It's not like a consumable. How? I, I'll look it I, up. They're, one, they're one use. Oh, okay. Because the idea is, I think the idea is if you step on them, they get all bent out of shape and messed up. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, not to play devil's advocate, but I was going to make, how how long would it take to pick up all the cow traps? Hey, like, he'd take his time. Put... <laughs> I mean, there's only 20. There's only 20 in a bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think I think they're all they're messed up enough that you can't reuse them. 
And these guys are big metal people too. Yeah. So I mean, even if they were yeah. made out of like stark metal, I mean, yeah, they'd probably be bent. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's gonna buy ball bearings, a bag of ball bearings, and try to pick those up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't bend ball bearings. No, those get scattered to the point where it's no use. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He'll take his time, damn it. AJ, this <laughs> is a game and they're consumable items. Shut up and keep moving. <laughs> it doesn't say it. <laughs> March! Right. Uh, so, Fiel keep going. Remember, his perception isn't fantastic for traps or anything. So, I mean, he's still going to try his best. Oh, that's right. But he can see in the dark where others can't. Okay, can. remember, I'll, so... I'll have you make a perception check before you right, right, right. into a trap. No, but yeah, the, you know, the soul slow go and everything, but he'll make his way. Okay. He'll uh, he'll peek around the corner here into this room he's approaching. So yeah, you peek into this next room, and just like the room before, it's kind of worn down. Part of the ceiling's kind of broken a little bit. There's a pile of rubble against the far wall. It looks like there's some water leaking down through that hole. Um, this room's much smaller. It's only about 10 feet deep and 20 feet wide. Oh. Um, but up ahead, you can see another door. Looks like that. Uh, from your angle, it looks like it leads into a much larger room. Okay. And there's no obvious like signs of traps that he can see, right? No. Okay. So he'll he'll slowly step into the room and kind of make his way over to the other entrance and just kind of peek his head around to see what he can he can see. All right. And we're all walking together, right? Yeah. Yes, you guys are walking as a group. I presumed you were. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Theo steps forward and looks into this next room, and it is much larger. It's about 15 feet deep and 50 feet wide. Uh, there's like a five-foot ledge uh, right outside the door and spanning from one end of the room to the other. And then there's a five-foot drop, and then the rest of the room is in this kind of depressed area uh, five feet down. But luckily there is a wide set of stairs leading down to the lower level. Cool. Um, yeah. Looks like all the water's been collecting there that's been kind of dripping down through these ruins. Uh, so there's some deep puddles. It's gross, nasty standing water. There's moss and gross stuff growing everywhere. Oh, that's gross. Um, there's even some tree roots kind of breaking through the ruins just to show how old this place is. Like big tree roots are breaking through the stone. But against the far wall in the area of the room that's depressed uh, further down, you can see there are four doorways. Uh, the doors on the outsides actually have doors, and then they look like they're big, sturdy doors, even if they're really, really old. They don't look like they're as old as the rest of the ruins, though. Oh, okay. But then there are two doorways with no doors in them. But then against the wall you are emerging from, in addition to the door that you're stepping through, there are also two more doorways up uh, opposite the other doors. I'm saying doors a lot. That's yeah, okay. There's a lot of doors. There's like eight doorways in this room. Uh, yeah. yeah. There are two more doorways on the same wall you are emerging from. And looking at them, one of them has a big sturdy door and the other one does not. All right. There's an, there's enough doors for each of us. Split the <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And then there was one more doorway on the western wall that looks like it leads out of the room. There's no doorway, but it looks like it leads into a hallway of some sort. So that's a that's a lot of doors. So we're gonna refer to the three doors up north as the northern doors, the four down south as the southern doors, and then you have the western door. Gotcha. 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 
Theo's going to... What about to... eastern doors? No. There are no there doors isn't. to the east. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let Theo do his thing. Gryffindor. Theo's going to relay this information, say, hey, there's a lot of doors, basically, uh, to be careful and everything. And Theo's going to gently step into the room and try to kind of peer through some of the doors just by where he's standing, because he's not directly in line of sight of anyone, just to try to see if there's any light around to see if there's anywhere they need to be wary of or try to be careful to be sneaky around. Yeah, there, there is no light other than what you guys are bringing. Okay, he's going to wave uh, his group in and he's slowly going to file to the east and kind of peek through doors as he's walking by and go to the northern door on the east side to kind of peek up and through. Okay, so you're going to walk into the room, you're going to walk along the raised portion of the floor and you're just going to peek into one of the other rooms and it's a fairly small room there's not a whole lot in there it looks like the ceiling is caved in and crushed whatever was in here uh it appears that it was a table of some sort with some urns on it and once again this looks relatively new like put here within the last 50 years because you can tell it's old because it's all decayed and broken down and everything's covered in dust Mm. but it's new newer than the rest right. of the ruins and it's interesting because you know you were told that no one had lived here until Glamir moved back in here five years ago but obviously someone was here before that right Gunner wants to dig through the stuff okay why don't you give me see a perception check see if there's anything good in there uh well that is an eight so yeah yeah Gunner did not roll very well but he does know that there is nothing of worth in there. He kind of digs around. It's like, yeah, they look like they were, um, like maybe held food or something. And now that's just like dust, maybe a few chicken bones left over. Uh, well, he does not let Tuo know that they're there. <laughs> uh, good man. Good boy. Yeah. Uh, does Vez have the torch or, or who wants to hold under the torch? I can be holding it. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. I think uh, as people file in, he'll start telling them to fan to the to the west to try to check out some of those doors and stuff while he kind of peeks around other corners. Only I'd create bonfire. <laughs> that is your favorite spell. <laughs> Could light someone on fire no. and have them walk around lighting the way. Creative, but no. Theo, Theo someone resistant allow. to fire damage. Nah, shut up. Yeah. Someone Fia's, with a lot of hit points. Fear's going south to check out more doors. <laughs> uh, he's going to go check out the southern doors, the one without an actual door in front of it. Okay, so the two without any doorways. Yeah, um, just peeking around, not going to fully step in front or inside at all. Yeah, so you peek into one of them, and this room looks like it's completely empty, but just like the room up top, it looks like it's starting to cave in a little bit. It's not very well prepared well uh preserved okay he'll uh he'll make his way he won't make any note of of that room to anybody he'll just make his way to the other door that's or the doorway that's open on the uh, western half yep and then you look into the other room and this room looks like it's faring a little bit better there are actually some wooden supports built uh on the walls and across the ceiling to keep it from collapsing again built relatively recently and there is a large table on the other side of the room with some large 
newer looking jars. And these jars look really new, like not old at all. Like these are brand new. Okay. And then you can also see there is some small boxes and crates tucked under the table. That's cool. I I think he'll motion to Gunner because he apparently likes digging through trash and tell him that there's more (laughs) stuff to go through. As your way, as your wave, trying to wave to Gunner, you realize he's already in there. (laughs) (laughs) Just the fact that Theo was turning around to signal to him, just told him like, I gotta go. I gotta be in there. Yeah. Maybe he needs a trash panda mask instead. (laughs) (laughs) And let's see. So I guess a perception check to poke around. Yep. Okay. Well, that is substantially better. That is a 19. Okay, yeah, so you're looking across the table, and the jars are full of oils, oh. herbs, and appear to be, like, some medicines of some kind. So you'd have to, like, make a medicine check to determine what they do. And then you are you look at the crates under the table, and you see that they seem like they're from a wide variety of places. Like, uh, you see there are some from other cities in the Volthorn Empire. There are a few from uh, further further south, but they're all from medical supply companies. Gasp. Gunnar walks out. Hey, I I think if if some of you want to come in here, the the smart people could look at the oils, but I think we found some more of the the smell stuff. You know? Yeah, Theo's eyes widen, and and I know he, I know we've talked about before, and we've talked about how they're connected to smills but like the the fact that they have tangible proof of that it's not just like them saying it and stuff like that it's, it's just giving him a chill thinking about smills yeah because you, you don't see anything specifically from smills's company but you definitely can see the connection mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. so yeah gunner gets out of the way in case anyone wants to check out that stuff since he's uh Medicine, intelligence, all that stuff. Pretty bad. Well, Aegon doesn't know anything about medicine either, so. <laughs> um, uh, nobody's interested in that. Jasper, I think can Jasper you make... knows a lot about drugs, yeah. so. Uh, Jasper, can you make heads or tails of these? Of what? This medicine and jars of stuff. I have an alchemy set, but that's it. I have no sense of taste. What? No, well, with an no. alchemy set, you can probably determine what these are. I pull out my mortar and piston. <laughs> <laughs> he's, set, he's set to work. Um, are we using some of the optional rules from Xanathar's guide for, like, um Yeah, we've, we've used those stuff? before. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. I, I, honest to God, do not remember what any of them do. But I was going to say, if you had anything in mind. applies to something. I'm pretty sure if no. he's proficient in his alchemy setup, he can add his proficiency to the check. If he's not already proficient in medicine. I am not proficient in medicine. Are you proficient with your alchemist set? Yes. Okay, I'll let you be proficient on this roll then. Sure, what roll is it? Uh, it's medicine. Med- medicine. <laughs> 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 Nate, take some medicine. Hey, it's, it's a medicine check made with your intelligence, and you are proficient with it. Intelligence. Am I smart? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, 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 got his brain you're a wizard, somewhere. so. You're a wizard, Jasper. <laughs> I am? I'm a what? <laughs> you're a lizard, I got a Jasper. 23. Okay, yeah. You Looking through these, a lot of them are like uh, anesthetics, 
and antibiotics. Oh. And basically things you'd expect to see for, like, surgeries. I start lathering myself with this stuff then. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'm injured because someone didn't do You're a good job. You're not injured. You took your hit point. You hit your hit die. <laughs> You That's used your hit die. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work because it's a drug. But they start messing with Jasper's internal processes, and his entire body just goes numb. <laughs> er, er, whoa! What is this segmentation core dump? I've not seen this one in a while. Oh God! <laughs> oh. So well. So Jasper um, manages to find all I that. I think out. I'm having a kernel panic attack, guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Fio's going to peek in the last doorway on the west that doesn't have a door in it. Okay, yeah, and you can see there is a short hallway, and it looks like it opens up into another room, another larger room. Okay, Um, he's going to come back to everybody and see what they want to do for the remaining doors that are closed. I'll take a look in this one here, Fio, don't worry. And, I mean, uh, caref- like, carefully, nah. like... No, don't worry about it, Fuel. No, don't nothing just, like, bad has happened in. so far. And Aegon <laughs> will open this door, or attempt to open the door. Yeah, the it's door. good thing you said attempt, because it is locked. Well, it's locked. I... Wow. Does any... Oh, G- G- Gunner, you, you can open locks, right? Here, how about you... How about you come over? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but, but why are you saying oh, that? I'm just... I, I want you to th- think you're you're helpful, or to know that you're helpful because you're helpful. <laughs> to think is the <laughs> operative word. There. No, no, I, I didn't mean think. I was a, I misspoke there. Okay, but it, everyone has to be very stealthy before I open this door. Don't, you have to crouch. Don't worry. And, and check this <laughs> out. I'll, I'll check this out. I'll, I'll even help you. And and uh, Aegon will cast the guidance on Gunner. Wow. So he gets a good old D4. I need that. Thank you. Get him. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I guess it, Gunner looks around. And I guess everybody's looking at him. So he's like, okay, fine. I'll do it. So Gunner will, with his guidance, uh, try to pick the lock. Okay. Give me a sleight of hand check. Oh. That was really, really, really good. That is a... So with with just the dice before bonuses, that's a 23. Okay, Dang. that is, that is uh, enough. <laughs> plus sleight of hand, plus proficiency. Actually, that, that, that's in the 30s. Holy crap. That, that, yeah, that's a 31. Yeah, that's it just... Insane. Like, Gunner literally sticks his tools in there, and the door just pops open. <laughs> That was easy. <laughs> now does he get attacked? No, he doesn't. Uh, he looks in the room, and it's yet another small side room, but there are two large chests set against the walls to the west and the east. So, like, on your left and your right when you walk into the room. Um, one of the chests is open, and it looks like it's empty, and the other chest has a broken lid, but it's currently closed. You can't see if there's anything in it. And they are both strongly bolted to the floor. Like, there are big things bolting them down to the floor. I think Gunner would like to try and viciously mock each of them. (laughs) Yeah, Gunner just angrily yells at the chests and nothing happens. They're not creatures. Okay. (laughs) 
Birth a shot. Okay. Goody, 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 goody. And Gunner's gonna sneak into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaking into a room, he just oh. opened himself, loudly yelling at a box. Hey, Guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna follow him in. <laughs> yeah, Gunner, I, I imagine the two of them are like tiptoeing into the room like uh, like how the Grinch did in <laughs> Grinch Stole Christmas. Like, here we go. What do we find? Uh, so, so what's in the open chest? It was Nothing. Empty. Yeah, the the one the one to the west is completely open and it, it is empty. Like you peer in it and there's nothing in it. Oh wait, it looks like there are cobwebs in there. Are there spiders? Uh, no, there are actually no spiders. Oh man, but they're cobwebs. The cobwebs look really, really old. Yeah. They're actually fake cobwebs. They bought them from a party <laughs> store. <laughs> The ambiance, you know, they got the the mold on the floor. I just thought, you know, cobwebs are really tied together. Yeah. Uh, Okay. But these chests also look really, really old. Like about as old as some of the broken furniture that Theo found earlier. So you said the the other chest is like broken a little bit, right? Is it broken enough that I can peek inside? Oh, yeah. You can can even open it. Like it looks like you can just lift the lid off. Okay. Well, Gunner's being very cautious, so... Maybe he'll just kind of poke at it, see if he can look in there without okay. committing too hard. Uh, that chest is also empty. Aw, rip. Ah. <laughs> Gunner looks so sad. Gunner, what's going on? Are you, are you good? Didn't find no, anything. There has to be a reason this room was locked, Gunner. They wouldn't lock a room for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Actually, yeah, I think Gunner is going to try and feel around... Um, at the bottom of, of each of the chests. Okay. Uh, just doing that, you can actually um, feel like at the edge of one of them, like there's a small part, you get your finger under the chest, oh. and you feel it get into an open space uh-huh. underneath the chest. Oh. Well, does it feel like he can he can lift the bottom off then? Yeah, you can. it looks like you can probably lift the bottom of the chest off. Do it. Do Pipe. it. Uh, okay, Gunner's gonna do it. Commit. All right, so you pull the bottom of the chest off, and you see that the chest is covering some sort of, like, trap door, and there is a small ladder going down into a room below the room you're in. What the hell? Holy crap. (laughs) This is nuts. Who goes, Gunner? (laughs) Um, I'll go, I'll go, I can see. What's... What's going on? Don't Where worry are you going? about it. Don't worry about it, Theo. It's a small don't, room. Don't worry about Stay it. there. <laughs> Stay there. Don't I think say we don't found worry it. about it. We found yeah, a deadly like disease in here. He's halfway in the chest. He's like halfway down the chest. And he's like, don't come in. Don't come in. No, wait. Come. Guys, stop. He's no. like marching up the steps. No, Stay you, there, Theo. It's very dangerous in here. <laughs> Gunner, you're like in a box. What are you doing? Shh. Hey, 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 hey. Don't use that tone with me, Theo. What? I am going in this box. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we'll we close the lid after we go in. We don't want anything happening to you. I don't understand what's happening. Better <laughs> <laughs> stop him. Uh, what are they doing? They're she has to walk, walk over because she can't see. <laughs> she's she's feels gonna scooch over so she can see this monstrosity of a situation going on. Oh, they're going yeah, down the be- box. Well, I guess we better join them. <laughs> but I don't. Wait, hold on. Jasper's over there. Crap. Jasper, That's come the on. Party. We're going in a oh. box. 
Tool can't climb ladders. Well, here, real quick. You guys might not all have to go down. You can yeah. make that decision in just a second. Okay. So Gunner and Aegon climb down, and they emerge in a square room. It's bigger than the room you guys uh, entered from. This room's about 25 feet by 25 feet with a ceiling that is barely tall enough for your guys' heads to fit in. In fact, uh, Aegon's horns might scratch against the ceiling just a little bit. Um, but it's a wide open room with a pool full of old stagnant water in the middle of it. It looks like the pool was made to be like some sort of decorative piece, but now just all the filthy water is kind of drained into it. Oh, gross. But that's not the thing you are most interested in. Ooh, okay. Because additionally, if you guys look just to the right oh. of the dungeon map, I've actually revealed that room. Ooh, well, there's some stuff there. There's money. And scrolls. Yeah, you, you guys look around and you see there are there's a collection of scattered coins and gemstones on the ground. It looks like they're just kind of dropped carelessly. Uh, it makes you wonder if maybe this room was much more full of treasure at some point in the past, but there's still some remaining. There's also a large chest tucked in a corner right across from where you guys came down from the ladder. And next to that chest is a small chest. This one looks like it's adorned with some gold, so it's a really, really pretty looking chest. And then on the far end of the room, you can see an old rotting table, and on top of it are four scrolls, and the scrolls are seem like they're oddly in almost perfect condition. Hmm. Baby? Are you, are you guys okay? Can you see? Are you dead? Yeah, there's nothing down here. Yep, it's totally <laughs> empty. Uh, well, that, well we're, we're, we're gonna hang out here for a while. We're gonna what? vape. If, what? Gonna, <laughs> it's not good We're for gonna you. rip fat cotton down here, Phil. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, guys, one, that's not good. Two, it sounds like you're farting. I don't really know what that means. I, can you even see down there? It's because you're a square field. You'll never understand. Gunner, you can't see in the dark. Are you okay? I can't see in the dark. Don't presume. I, I just figured gonna... since you're so afraid all the time in the dark, I thought it was because you couldn't Here. see. Gunner's going to trip and fall help. in the pool. <laughs> wait, wait. They need help, obviously, in this situation. So I'll, bring, I'll light a torch and throw it down there. <laughs> no! <laughs> Gunner has dark vision. <laughs> no, he needs help. I throw my torch down there. Gunner will try and catch it. I think he catches it. Yay. Can I throw a second one down there, too, while he's not looking? (laughs) (laughs) The second one uh, rolls into the pool and extinguishes. You gotta have so many of those. Stop it, Jasper. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. If it, when it falls into the pool, is it still in the pool? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it is. It, It is not a magical teleporting fountain. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, Gunner thinks back to us being under Brimpton in the teleporting fountains, and, and he's like, oh, but that's good to know. Uh, but Gunner's going to walk over to the scrolls first, I think, because that, that seems a bit uh, easier than trying to negotiate with the chests. Okay, yeah, and you uh, look through them, and very quickly you can tell that three of them are spell scrolls that have spells inscribed okay. on them, and one of them is empty. So, like, it's something that you could use to inscribe a spell, but it doesn't currently have anything on it. Hmm. 
So basically, if you wanted to make a spell scroll out of a spell you know, it, it, you could do it for half the cost because you've already paid for the scroll. Oh, well, that's nice. But uh. the scrolls you do find, it's pretty easy for you to tell what spells they are. Uh, two of the scrolls are for the spell Earthbind. Ooh. And one of them is for the spell Summon Fey. Summon Who's Fey? <laughs> Dang it. F-E-Y. Oh, okay. F- not Fey Valentine. Oh. Fey as in Fey folk, as in <laughs> creatures from beyond. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, Fey for faithful. Got it. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. Um, can, all right, and can we also uh, scoop up the, the coins and, and gems, kind of collect those? Yes. So scooping up the gems on the floor and... Uh, It'll just be easier if I tell you, because it's a, this is a combination of things on the floor and in the large chest, because you're just able okay. to open up the large chest as well. Um, there mm. are a total of 500 antique coins that are worth two silver pieces each. So again, once you guys get back to town, you guys can give those to your buddies and they can sell them for you. Mm. Then there are an additional 250 antique coins. These are of a different make and... You estimate those are probably worth about two gold pieces each. Hmm. So all in all, you have... 1,000 silver and 500 gold? Yes. And gems? And then for the gemstones, you find a total of 15 gemstones of various types, bloodstones, moonstones, and zircons, that are worth 50 gold pieces each. I've got a question. Yes. How is the gold stock market doing inside of this campaign? I need to know if I need to convert my currency oh my to something God. else. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> We're not going no. there. I want to invest in the old wagons. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, so so the, so the 15 gems for 50 gold pieces each is 750 gold pieces. Yes. This is a crazy amount of gold just to randomly find. You feel like there was probably a lot more down here at one point. It looks like it was probably a vault of some kind. So essentially, we found a thousand silver pieces and uh, one thousand two hundred and fifty yeah. gold pieces yeah. for whenever we get back to the town. Um. All right. So what about the small chest? What do we see there? I mean, I, I, I Gunner just wants to kind of look at it first, try to see if he can assess if there's anything weird. Okay. No. There's uh. There's nothing weird. Um, just like the other chest, it just kind of opens. You know, you feel like since it's in the vault, they're not really too concerned about people stealing mm-hmm. from these chests. But you open it up, and you immediately are greeted by a certain spicy smell. One would uh, compare it to cinnamon. Ooh! And you Yay. see ten large coins, ten oats oh, that yeah. you would normally spend at the shop between worlds. How'd they get down here? You don't know. But those are not the only things in there. Because hmm. you also see two potion bottles. Um, looks like the potions have long since dried up. But since you guys have done this before, if you add some water, you can reactivate the potions. And you'd be able to tell what they do after doing that. Um, you also oh, see a uh, small throwing axe. It looks like it's of elven make. It's got some runes along the outer edge blade and it's like finely the handle's finely bound to make a nice comfortable balanced kind of gleams a little bit feel like it might be of magical origin Mm. and finally there is a small ring 
with a little ruby affixed to top of it. If only I had remembered to buy my 100 gold piece pearl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if there's anything we know about D&D, it's that it's always safe to put on random rings that you find in a dungeon. Yeah. Uh, but 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 Gunnar doesn't know this, so he he's going to assume that it's dangerous. He's going to... Um, uh, he, he, he's gonna say, oh, well, maybe we should wait to try and put this on until we know what to do. Yeah, but we yeah, can get also... the hand axe to feel right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> also, you yeah. think that the, the small chest is probably worth about 100 gold pieces on its own. Oh, oh. man. Get oh, Theo okay. down here and carry that out. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that, it's actually not that big. Ah. Um, I'd say it's about, it's about a, a foot wide. Still. So one of you guys could carry it up, and then you could like fasten to someone's pack. Yeah, I think I think Gunnar jostles around his pack, trying to make some room, puts it in there, uh, closes it back up, fastens it. Okay, well, good to go, I think. That sounds good to me. I think we've gotten everything. Unless you want to check in the water there. Uh, oh yeah, we need some water for the potion, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, that, that's gross. Even I wouldn't do that. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we should look in the water. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Gunnar necessarily wants to, like, stomp around in the water, but I do think he wants to, like, peer in and see if he can see anything. Yeah, sure. Why don't you give me your perception check? Yeah, go, Gunnar, go. <laughs> uh, an 11. An 11? I, I'd say that that's enough. Uh, you look down and you can actually see a uh, longsword glistening at the bottom of this pool. Oh, cool. Oh. Let's go. Let's go in there, Gunner. Come on. Here, I'll grab it. <laughs> okay. Hey, Gunner, will walk into the pool and get the, try to pick the longsword up. Okay, so you, you dive into the pool. I didn't say I dive water. into it. How deep is it? Um, it's about five feet deep. Oh, maybe Ooh, I do dive at the, into it. At the it. middle. All right, yeah. Hey, Gunner, will go for it. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be soaking wet. So he's gonna dive into the the pool of stagnant water, and he gets to the bottom and he grabs the sword, and he comes out with any without any issues. Oh man, look at that! So how does the sword feel? I don't know anything about swords, Gunner. <laughs> he just wanted to grab it. <laughs> does it does it look special, Josh? Yes, oh. even though it's covered in grime, it kind of has that same almost like otherworldly like aspect the obviously magical axe has this one does not look like it's of elven make this actually looks like it's of dwarven make so it's a little stouter a little stronger and it has several gems adorning the the pommel and the handle well these will all be very nice for (laughs) yeah really (laughs) (laughs) all these beautiful strength weapons (laughs) Yes. Uh, okay. Well, up we go. Well, uh, is there anything else you think we should look for? Wait, I think we found everything. Versatile? No, only short swords are. Or they're versatile. Well, they're not. It, uh, um, oh, finesse. finesse. I think of yeah. finesse. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. I always switch those two in my head all the time. Yeah. This is a great dungeon. You know, for that's Theo. that's that's my bad. I forgot that no one else could use strength weapons, so I'm gonna change it to a short sword. <laughs> oh. oh, you know what, Gunner? Oh, I, yeah. I was looking at this and I thought it was a long sword, but it seems kind of short for a long sword. <laughs> Maybe this is a short sword instead. Like I said, I don't know anything about swords. 
<laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm actually uh, very excited. Uh, here, l- l- let me see. Uh, take that. a look at it. Huh. Well, that's nice. I'm going to hang on to this. Well, sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> so so they, they climb back up eventually. Yeah. All right. Fio's just like really paranoid and really anxious about you guys coming back because he just doesn't like you guys being away. Yeah, they just they come up and they are just laden with loot. Guys, what? Oh, jeez. Ben, that's uh, that's what happens when you um, go into a basement, rip fat cotton. (laughs) (laughs) You get paid. I don't think that's how it happens, whatever that means. But I, I'm glad you're okay and that you found some awesome stuff. Uh, hey. Hey Jasper, here's a gift for you. I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but um, uh, I, I just feel like I need to give you something. So Gunner's gonna hand Jasper the ruby ring, and Not the spell scrolls. He... <laughs> no. Remember, every, everyone can use spell scrolls. There's just a chance that it won't activate. Oh, but Jasper can it. copy them. That's right, he can. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Gunner will give the spell scrolls to Jasper. Um, he'll pull out the throwing axe and he'll look at Fio and he'll look at Vez and be like, I don't know if it's whichever one of you wants it. That's that's, that's up to you. Well, I've, I've got so. Trevor's mom's axe, so I think, I think I'm think i good with that axe. Throwing axes are axes. also, or hand axes are still strength, right? Well, yeah, but for a monk, their hand axe is a simple weapon. Oh, okay. So... All, all, all simple weapons are basically dex-based for me. Okay. I mean, if Theo doesn't want it, I'm not going to argue. No, no, you can have it. I've, I've got this really cool, like, like weird metal axe. Okay, so when, when Vez takes it, um, since she's got longer hair than you guys, it's kind of noticeable. Her hair kind of, like, spreads out a little bit, like it's getting a little staticky. Oh, oh cool. Ooh. Ah, nice. Gunner wants to give the the short sword a couple stabs, see if it does anything fun. Jasper um, dies. It does amazing. seem like it tries to guide itself to like as you're stabbing with it. It almost seems like it's trying to guide you a little bit, but you feel like you would need to spend some time to attune to it to actually get yeah. its effects. It's pulling the tip of it is pulling towards Aegon's chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, sorry, I, di- I didn't mean to get it so close. Yeah, you would, sorry, ha- you would have to spend a short rest attuning to it to get its effects. Not so okay. for the axe that Vez has. Okay, so the axe, look, was the axe the Dorvan or the Elven one? Uh, Elven. Okay. Elven. Well, I think without further delay, I think uh, Fio's going to just try the door to the south, opposite of the door they just came out of. Okay. That door is also locked. Okay. He'll, he'll wave to the rest of the party and point at it, specifically trying to get Gunner's eye, and then he'll move down to the other one to see if that's locked too on the far east side. I'll follow you. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we should all try and be a little close. close yeah, so you go to the other close. end of the room and try that door, and it is also locked. Okay. He'll, he'll just point to that one too. He's trying to be relatively quiet, not trying to just totally announce their presence as they've done already. So if anyone wants to go after oh. those, because he can't do it unless you guys want to break them. <laughs> All right, I, I get right, it. Gunner, you know the drill. <laughs> yep. Like SWAT Ju- teaming it. Gunner's going <laughs> to go down to open the door, and then Aegon's just going to walk in behind him, because, of course, he's not going to prepare. Yeah. No, he's going to juice me with juice guidance. him with guidance, yeah. <laughs> Dream team, baby. Hey, you could, like, you know, <laughs> use guidance on anything else, like, you know, combat or something. Well, here, real quick, Gunner, give me a perception check when you try to open this oh. door. Oh, no. 
He has guidance. Well, I'm going to use guidance for that. <laughs> Which is good because that that made it from a really shitty roll to an actually okay roll. So that's going to be a 13. Okay. So make your sleight of hand check to unlock the door. Right. Wow, that was pretty bad. I mean, he's pretty good at it, though. Slide a hand. Three, four, plus that, uh, That's an 11? Uh-oh. 11? Okay, that is enough to unlock the door. Oh, boy. But as you do, the entire no. door seems to shimmer, and you are blasted by psionic energy. No. Give me an intelligent saving throw. Oh, I'm dead. That feel isn't over there. Uh, that is a 12? That is not going to be enough. <laughs> oh, no. Great. You are going to take 16 points of psychic damage. Holy crap. And you are blasted backwards, but the door still swings open. Gunner, no. He's dead. I need a medic. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I've died. Yeah, Gunner feels like his head has been split open, and he actually feels a weird squirming behind his ear. Oh. Oh. That's so cool. Write that down. Someone write that down. Got it. (laughs) Gunner. Theo comes running over and and tries to hold, uh, like, sit him up a little bit. Gunner, are you okay? What's going on? Gunner. Uh, Ben, I, um, uh, 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 uh. No, don't worry, Gunner, I'll avenge oh. you. And, no, he's not and dead. And Aegon he's runs just... into the room. No, Aegon! No! <laughs> Take this. Yeah, Aegon steps into the room, and the psionic trap is no longer active. Oh, oh, no. But you do see that the entire wall across the door is completely caved in, and there is a tunnel. Oh, man. Oh, a secret so tunnel. choices. Secret We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. The songs Weirder Things and Weirder Things 2 are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.